it's fox and welcome back to aspie girl gab um let's see if i can remember correctly i forgot how many episodes it's been so let me think um oh right it's our 20th episode we reached our 20th episode as of this recording um <laughs> i don't know the exact time um but still this is our 20th episode, and I am happy, excited, because we've gotten to 20 episodes now, which is, wow. It's like only yesterday we just did our first episode, and now we're on the 20th. It's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Um, so anyways, um... Okay, so anyways, um, the title says it all, um, like always, um, <laughs> about today's topic, um, social anxiety, um, with those, for those who have autism, um, and believe it or not, I do have some stories of my personal experience with this, um, now basically, if you guys don't know what social anxiety is, well, the name of it pretty much tells you it's just you don't you feel a bit scared and worried like in either a crowded places or maybe talking like or just literally meeting a group of people or maybe one person or something or maybe you're just incredibly shy i've been through it and i'm still going through shyness and such so i might have just a little teeny tiny bit of social anxiety in me that never left me since the 8th grade. But I'm fine with it. I'm learning how to live with it. Um. Okay, so. There's a reason why. Um, or at least there's a cause. Could have just said cause. Um, there's some causes as to why um, those on the spectrum have social anxiety. Well, that's because of difficult social situations and the sensory environments. Um, so basically, um, basically, like there's um, some people with autism um, know that there are some people out there who are don't have autism, don't accept people who have autism. If that made any sense. Um, so basically that fear of being rejected or kind of bullied for having autism is another cause. Or at least basically counts as a third. I don't know. Um, so basically that's just one of the main, just one of the causes. One of the causes. Um, and basically um, because those on the spectrum don't want to be seen as like an alien or just like you know as like different from every single person in the school or college or 
just wherever, okay? Now, it's not, it doesn't, these, this doesn't just apply to school. It can also apply to any other places, like concerts or, I don't know. Um, okay, maybe parties, but that, we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, so basically, like, basically, those with autism, um, not wanting to be seen as, like, you know, out of place, like, not to look as the different sheep in the herd, um, they usually kind of try to blend in. Kind of like a camouflage situation. Um, just trying to blend in, act like everything's cool, and just try to go about their day without having to socialize or talk with a bunch of people and I've been there I've been there I've been there um okay so basically it always happens on the first day or mostly the first week um when I start something new um when I meet people I've never met before um like when I don't see any familiar faces in sight this happened when I reached the eighth grade um first day I was nervous. Absolutely nervous. There were plenty new faces. Um, I didn't know anybody. I was literally terrified. And I just felt like not talking. Like, all the other students just went up to each other and started talking like they knew each other. But me, I didn't know anybody. I would just <laughs> look at my map that I was given to given um I think and I went to home room um to kind of you know pick up my schedule and such um and then just before I had to make sure to map out exactly where to go um when first period started and then I did the same thing with the next class and then the next class um, but if I did have trouble, I did not hesitate to ask, you know, like, where's parent pickup, or where's this, and such, and, um, of course, when it came to gym, I had to ask a coach, like, mine said, like, gym three, and he's like, oh, you're with me, because there were four different coaches, I think, yeah, there were four different coaches, um, we had two, um, female coaches and two male coaches. Um, I was with one of the male coaches. Um, it was, yeah, not a happy day. It was actually quite stressful, and I was a nervous wreck. And, of course, the most terrifying, <laughs> most horrible part of the first day at school is where to sit in the cafeteria. <laughs> Oh boy, let me tell you, it was... Holy cow. <laughs> Where do I even begin with the cafeteria? Um, well, I always bring a packed lunch because, well, I didn't want to have to get in line and then, uh, like, while well, all the tables are still empty, like, get in line, get my lunch, and then see that almost half the cafeteria is crowded. It's, like, crowding the tables. Um... And basically, I just had to sit on the far end of the table where other people were sitting. And I just pretend that they don't notice me. I'm like, 
Fox, just keep eating your lunch. Just keep eating. Hope they don't notice you. <laughs> oh yeah, that that it was it was complete. I even had to deal with that during the beginning week of ninth grade. Um, like it was so crowded. Well, the my cafeteria in the eighth grade wasn't that big, so there was much less people that I had to look at or notice. Um, but ninth grade. Yeah, that was fun. First week of ninth grade. Like, the cafeteria was much bigger. There was much more people. I was nervous. Like, I had to do what I did during my first time when I was in eighth grade and always sit at the far end of the table. So that way, you know. <laughs> but of course... Um, I would actually say out of obvious shyness if I could, you know, sit at the table and they're like, sure. Uh, but when I did, I would always sit at the far end of the table and I'm like, don't mind me. I'm just eating my lunch. <laughs> yeah. I am not good when it comes to the cafeteria on the first day. Um, so basically... Um, it was not fun at all. Absolutely not fun at all. Um, so basically, I mean, I would have started making friends and socializing, but I couldn't. The very thought is that I was always worried about saying something weird by accident and making things awkward and then having all these other kids just looking at me, um, kind of like staring at me like I'm from a different universe or something, um, or a different planet. So basically, I decided to just do the right thing, keep my mouth shut, continue eating my sandwich, and just not try to be noticed. Because when they notice you, it can be pretty nerve-wracking. Um, yeah, so basically, it's just been a wild ride with me with social anxiety. It's just... You know. But yeah, people with autism, you know, have a tendency to have more social anxiety than normal people. I mean, sure, the first day is always taunting to everybody, but when you're on the spectrum, it's even worse. Because, basically, you don't want to stick out like a sore thumb and, you know, like, have all this awkward energy around you. And, like, there's just so many people, so many people flooding the whole entire school, like the hallways, or if you're, like, an outdoor or slash indoor school, um, then basically, like, like, it was horrifying, so I would always just, you know, and of course, whenever I go to the bathroom and I see some girls in there, I would just quietly not notice them, or, you know, like, I know they would kind of look at me a little bit, but I'd just scooch on by, use the restroom, and leave. 
And of course, um, they were just chatting away and putting makeup on in the mirror. <laughs> it was not fun. It was absolutely not fun. Um, so basically, it was, it was horrifying. And I hated it. I absolutely hated it. But still, things happen in life. And social anxiety is one of those things. And sometimes it's just a part of life. And we got to learn how to work our way around it. Um, so basically, just understand that, you know, it's kind of almost normal to feel out of place. And... Well, believe it or not, I'm still very shy to this day. And when I'm in a crowd with people, like if I go to a party and I, like, there's so many people socializing and such, I just sit in the corner because I am too terrified to socialize at like a party or a crowded place. No, no, no. You'll see me sitting in the corner, probably eating ice cream or whatever. Um,. And just minding my own business, probably looking at my phone and just, you know, like, please don't notice me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just something we got to learn to deal with. In my shyness or social anxiety or whatever you want to call it, it's a part of me and, well, I'm just going to stick with it. I mean, it's part of me, so might as well keep it. Um, anyways, that's it for this episode of Aspie Girl Gab. Um, happy Pride Month. Um, keep waving your flags up high. Never take them down. And I will see you all in the next episode. Alright. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at... C-H-Y-T-H-E-F-O-X, Shy the Fox, at Instagram. We are also up on Facebook, Ask the Girl Gab. We have a page over there. Um, and we will have other links um, on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.